Hey Planner World, thanks so much for supporting Planners and Wine. If you are looking for more amazing content, make sure you head over to our Patreon page. We have exclusive bonus episode, exclusive content, and an amazing community that you cannot find anywhere else. Now is also the perfect time to join because we may or may not be debuting an exclusive Patreon-only spinoff show in the coming weeks. Just letting you know, you ain't here for me. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead and check out the link in our show notes and get signed up for our Patreon today. We'll see you over there. What's up, guys, and welcome back to Planners and Wine. My name is Myra. And I am Megan. Welcome back, guys. Yay, welcome back to another week. Yeah. Welcome back. Myra, yeah. What have you been up to? You look very cozy. In your, uh, yeah. What are those things called again? This is a Udi. A Udi. Okay. O O D I E. If y'all want it, that sounds hashtag right. Hashtag not sponsored, but it could be. Um, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love these things. I have the 90s throwback one. Um, oh my gosh, I love it. One too. Yeah. But yeah. I'm obsessed. Is it like cold in y'all's house? Is that what you always have on? Like some sort of Udi or something? Is it usually cold? Yeah. I'm also naturally cold. Mm. You know? So, and Chuck is naturally hot, I guess. Mm-hmm. In more ways than one. But, you know. Um, mm. Well, <laughs> so I'm, I'm the one who has to like bundle up, which I'm fine with. I don't mind being cozy. Okay, random. What do y'all keep y'all's temperature at, like in the house, like during the day? And what do y'all put it on at night? I'm just curious. I have no idea. Let me look at the nest. I, I don't okay. deal with none of that stuff. See, our house that we have now, it really retains like the cool air very, very well. So like during the day, we're good to have it on like 74, 75, and it still stays really cool even when it's hot outside. But at night, we put that, we put it on like 68 because we both like to sleep decently cold i don't know that some people sleep colder than that but yeah well right now it's at 70 okay um i don't know if it fluctuates i'll have to ask chuck uh because yeah I, i'm just curious yeah downstairs is far much colder i typically mm-hmm. try to tend to stay upstairs for that reason they they be mm-hmm. downstairs doing what they do but mm-hmm. um <laughs> but yeah it is set to 70 right now which is cold to me that's cold yeah it's yeah, it is cold. And um we're that we're the opposite. I my space is downstairs and they be hanging out upstairs all the time. So like I'll randomly just go upstairs every couple of days and see what a hot mess it is and just come back downstairs. <laughs> so see, this is why the downstairs is my zone. <laughs> like, that's all y'all. That's all y'all. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was I, just random. I was just curious. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the cold one. Mm-hmm. got it got it but yeah guys um let's get into some planner community chat so I haven't really heard too much about any like releases or anything like that so something interesting came up this week when we were kind of talking uh with some of our friends who are in the planner community um we kind of started talking about if the planner community is dead and obviously it's not totally dead but it is very very different than how it was you know two three years ago so I thought we could kind of chat about our thoughts like Myra do you think that 
some aspects of the planner community are dead and if you do think that why Mm, my short answer is yes Mm -hmm. um reason being I, i guess i'll speak from my experience i feel like the I don't know what you would call it, the aroma, the atmosphere of being immersed mm-hmm. in this like stationary world and trying new things, like all of that, like it's kind of a been there, done that kind of thing, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the people that I'm like kind of, you know, hang around and talk to, it's like we've we've tried everything. So like what it's like a what's next kind of mm-hmm. kind of moment. And it was really exciting, like you said, like maybe three, four years ago to see a planner spread and how they, you know, laid stickers down. Mm-hmm. And now I'm kind of in this mode where I'm like, okay, cool. You know, F all that, you know, I, yeah. I know how to lay some stickers down. Like that's kind of redundant for me. How are you mm-hmm. planning? How are you using it? What are you planning? Like, what are you putting down that is elevating your life like can we see a little bit of those plans and actions that's kind of where I'm Mm. at when it comes to the Mm -hmm. planner community and I feel like a lot majority of the planner community is still like here's my spread of my fifth planner this week please like it (laughs) and it's like girl that's the same picture you post yesterday and the day before basically right right so I mean that that's just me personally that's why I feel like a lot I mean if you follow me you probably noticed a lot of my content like I don't even think I've posted a planner spread in months mm-hmm. but that's what I'm trying to like move to like yeah at the core of it planning is going to be a, everything that I do at the core mm-hmm. but there's a lot more to it there's not just a sea of flat lays of a planner you know right right yeah I definitely see what you're saying so maybe it's not necessarily the community but like what the community is looking for has really mm-hmm. shifted a lot. And I feel like the the majority, I would say, or at least the majority of the community that I follow has kind of followed that shift um, because I don't even really see a lot of like before the pen spreads um, yeah. from the people I follow anymore. And I definitely don't post them. And I mean, nothing is wrong with it. If that's still what people want to see. But I definitely feel like once you've kind of been around for a while and you've used so many different planners, you're just kind of over just seeing how people put stickers down and you want to mm-hmm. see more. You want to see what, like you said, what people are planning, how people are using their planners and how are they really making it work for them. So maybe like the community is kind of moving less from a um, decorative standpoint to more of a functional, like how are these plans like functionally working for you now? Is that, you think that's more so of the interest right now to people? I kind of think so. Yeah, I I mean, I would agree. And that's not when you say functional, um it's it doesn't mean like less stickers or whatever because i'm using you know i'm using stickers like crazy but um Mm -hmm. it's just more so like what are you executing because before at least for me Mm -hmm. when i came in it was majority before the pants people hardly ever did any after the pants and they for damn sure wasn't showing Mm -hmm. us what they were doing in action i think um a lot of folks were doing a lot more um kind of hiding who they were behind the planner Mm. so we never really other than maybe their profile photo if they had that up that's all you really seen to them and here and there in their stories but I think I'm kind of in this mode of kind of knowing the person behind the planner right 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 right. yeah 
Yeah, which is a really big shift, I would say, Mm -hmm. for the community, because it was just so totally focused on what is your planner look like? Like, how are you laying these stickers? Like, what type of spreads are you creating? And now there is definitely way more of a shift towards wanting to know people and wanting to know, like, you know, a little bit about their lives and how are they really making the planners work for them? And I think that's why, you know, like us, we we can only speak for ourselves, but at least from myself and from talking to you like we're kind of on the same page that it's just like I don't really need to see how somebody is using their fifth planner for the week with just putting stickers down and (laughs) and nothing else and then it's just like who is even really realistically using that on a daily basis like realistically like it's just hard for me to imagine um any plans actually getting done if I'm just yeah. spending all my time in the planner itself you know what I'm saying instead of just really like focusing on the execution and I don't know I kind of like I like where the community is right now because I like that there is way more of interest in in us as people mm-hmm. because I feel like when you see people as people like people online as people like there is it's harder to be so cruel and I feel like <laughs> this community mm-hmm. has had you know, we, we've heard stories about how the community was, you know, a few years ago, even, um, just about how cruel and petty it has been and how it obviously it can still be, but I think it's kind of less so than what it used to be because of things like, you know, go wild and planner conferences and more of a connection and more people connecting offline and really being able to have those real life friendships come out of the planner community. I don't know, maybe it's making the community a little bit nicer, which is definitely a positive thing. I mean, everybody hasn't got the hint. There's definitely still some (laughs) assholes in the community for sure. (laughs) And people who will probably love to go back to the days where you know the wild for planners group was really wild for for planners for real (laughs) you know what I'm saying it's people who would probably love that and it's just like but I feel like and I'm sure even the group and you know the whole wild planners organization probably realized that that just wasn't and it wasn't sustainable and it just wasn't wasn't positive we weren't choosing happy You know what I'm saying? Back in the day, it was just a lot of negativity. And like I said, there is still negativity, but I don't know. I kind of feel like it's either it's less so or we're kind of out of the fray, which I definitely um, appreciate because I don't like negative negativity in my life personally. Yeah, I'm sure it's probably a mixture of both. I'm sure some aspects of that uh, wildness Mm -hmm. is still somewhere out there. But um, I think. I don't think technically the community has gotten nicer. I mm-hmm. think um, being able to see a face and put a face behind something makes people a little bit more human. Mm-hmm. So maybe folks second think. Like just more cautious. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because it it puts that human aspect in it. And it's easy for that to get lost when all you know of a person is the way they lay their stickers down. Right, right. You know? Yeah. So I, I don't know. I... I guess maybe I'm not super hopeful that folks are quote unquote nicer. They just are 
more cautious about yeah which is fair which is fine because as long as the end result is a better and more positive community yeah I mean it really doesn't matter how we get there you know what I'm saying but I don't know Uh, it just it's interesting to to really think about how much the community has changed and I definitely think that you know we've talked about this too about how the changes on social media and particularly like Instagram has changed um the community a lot because now you know flat lay pictures are just not the thing that Instagram is pushing. They're not pushing still photographs like they used to be. Although we have said (laughs) that if you want to see more of that, you need to interact with that and you will see more of that on your timeline. You absolutely Mm -hmm. will. But if you don't interact with it, one, why would people create it if people aren't interacting with it? And two, you're just not going to see it if you don't interact with it. So yeah. I don't know. It's kind of obviously it's mostly Instagram's control, but we still have a little bit of control and a little bit of power with that too, if that's really what you want to see. And at the end of the day, whether it's a still photograph of a spread or it's a reel of somebody creating a spread, you're still seeing the spread either way. So is it really that big of a difference? Because people still make tons of videos. Like I've been seeing so many reels of people creating spreads. And I'm like, isn't this what people want? I mean, I know it's not a still photograph, but it's it's the same, it's getting the same thing across. You're still seeing the spread, you know? Yeah. I think um Momcraft Run does it really good. She does mm-hmm. more like a bujo kind of style though, mm-hmm. um, than planners, but she kind of shows the process and then at the end it's a still photo Mm. of the finished results yeah I mean yeah and that was kind of my next question too like how do you think the net the next evolution of the planner community is going to be because it does seem like like yeah you know we can't interact with still photos still but the way that this community on Instagram because that's where we are Mm -hmm. the way Instagram is moving like still photos just you can't get yeah you you know what I mean like right. I don't want to say like it's gone but you know it's not top dog so yeah like, for sure that's evolution of this community gonna look like yeah that's a that's really that's a really good question I mean I definitely think we're gonna start people are gonna start getting on the train and making those reels and honestly I really like those reels of seeing people mm-hmm. um creating their spreads and seeing what the final product is is basically being able to like watch a YouTube video without all the talking and stuff and you just getting right to it and you're not having to sit there for 10 (laughs) minutes watching somebody lay down stick you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. and obviously some people still like that and if you do that's why YouTube still exists and you can still see plenty of those videos on YouTube but if you just really want to see just a little bit of the process and the final product I think reels are perfect um for looking out for that so yeah once again, if you like seeing spreads, you know, look for those people who are creating reels, um, how with their make and making their spreads. And you'll see a ton of those. I've been seeing a lot on my feed lately and I really do like them because it still kind of gives me a taste. Like, even though I'm not necessarily getting inspiration from them, like I used to, it's still fun mm-hmm. to see. Like, I still want to see people planning their planners. Like, that's what it's all about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At, at the heart of it, um, you know that's what we what we like mm-hmm. you know, we we like to see that we do yeah we do like to see uh, that. did I say it wrong it's mom run craft I think I oh said it. I think it's yeah April. you said something similar it's fine yeah <laughs> I, I feel like yeah. I said it wrong maybe I said I don't know it's okay but yeah 
but yeah um yeah at the core of it we just you know we still love seeing the spreads and geeking out over paper but I don't Mm -hmm. know seeing the process is um to me is a little bit more entertaining than just liking the photo you know I totally agree. I'm I'm at that point now too. It took me a while to get there, but the more I've been seeing more reels like that, the more I've really been enjoying them. And I'm definitely on board with that. Cause like I said, you're kind of getting the best of both worlds. Like you're getting to see the creation, but it's not taking as much time as uh, watching a whole YouTube video. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And you're able to watch a lot in a small amount of time, which I think is cool. And I'm also kind of thinking within myself, like the time that I want to see the most like planner stuff like on social media is in the modes like when I'm really into planning myself like over the past Mm. like kind of towards the end of last year I was kind of all over the place nothing I was using was working for me and I just really was totally disinterested in like even getting planner content because I just wasn't in like a big planning mode of my life but it's like now over the past couple months I've been really into planning and I found systems that really really work well for me so now is the time that I want to see more planning content and I think one of the reasons why I love the daily duo so much is because there's so much planning content on that plan planner in particular so I get to see how other people are using theirs which is really fun to me too you know when did daily duo become that bitch I mean like Girl, it just came literally out of nowhere literally is they and she been here for a minute she's been, she here, been for here for a minute and it, it took me a minute to really get on the daily duo train and now it's like I don't know if I see myself I mean I can't say I don't see myself ever using anything else again but it's At really bad. Like I haven't been this into a single planning system in a very long time. Like probably the last planner I was like super into on this level was probably like maybe when I first discovered like half litter or something like that, you know? So same. Mm-hmm. Yep. Same. There we go. Oh my God. Did she just really elevate once she got to the notes page? I, I mean, don't I don't even know. I we really had her know. before. We have had her before. I really, well, you know what? No, I don't. This might be my first time using the Daily Duo. I'm not going to oh, lie. Really? I think this well, is my I've first time. Because, you know, I've been like a not a daily girl ever in my life mm-hmm. except for right now when I when the moxie life daily kind of introduced me to that and then it was just all it was a wrap once I really got into the daily duo so yeah I this is my first time using it and I I'm really crazy about it. like it's so crazy about it in fact that I was thinking about next year's life plan of lunch and I was like man if they mess with this daily duo and they don't come out with a theme I really like I'm just like what am I gonna do <laughs> I'm so pissed <laughs> Oh my goodness. So, EC, you know. my expectations are high. Okay. Like, yeah. Keep, keep, keep the daily duo uh, good, please. Cause I, I'm really, really enjoying it right now. I don't know. I feel like daily duo, she basically got a beard. Like, everything mm-hmm. is better with a beard. Period. And she, she leveled up this year. She and level up. Mm-hmm. We appreciate your hurt more. You know what? And I feel like another level up of the daily duo, even though I think they did this for the first time, I guess last year, is having it available in the A5 size and making mm-hmm. it so you can put it on rings. A wrap. It's been a wrap. Only thing now is if they have an option that it's not punched already. Oh yeah, over. then you could do it on half letter yeah, or whatever. Over. Yeah, that would be that would be amazing. That would be amazing. So yeah, yeah I don't she, know y'all. She just came out of nowhere. She really just pulled the Beyonce on us and dropped it out. Period. <laughs> 
period yes and I mean I don't know I feel like I have I can honestly say at least for right now I truly feel like I have like planner piece for the first time in a very very long time and I don't know I kind of I miss the days where there was a lot that I hadn't tried yet and I was always trying new planners because that was really fun to me but it's kind of nice being settled in a system and not being super confused because at the very least I know I'm going to use this at least until the end of this year you know um so yeah it's just it's just nice kind of being settled but you know it's kind of peaceful if companies want to come out with new planners, I'm never going to be upset about that because I feel like Period. there has really yeah. been not a lot, at least lately, you know, there has not been a lot of new, new coming out, but yeah, nothing you know. that's just like sparking the interest is kind of a been there, done that mm-hmm. from what I'm seeing so far. But I mean, we still got mm-hmm. what like fall season, like September, yeah, October, that's true. What the girl's going to do, but right. Yeah. I mean, she's it right now which is it's just funny because i mean ain't nothing changed but a a notes page literally yep i don't know but it's just working Mm -hmm. the notes page that's uh still causing drama (laughs) i don't understand y'all i don't get it (laughs) what more do you want from them i don't know i really don't know i like the notes page i think the placement is perfect um because for me the new week doesn't really start on Mondays. I don't count Sunday as a part of the new week. I really count it as a part of the previous week because I like Monday through Sunday planners. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, my week doesn't start on Monday anyway. So it's perfect in my in my mind. I just use that. I've been using that page for like meal planning and it's right there on Sunday. So it's just like next to Sunday. So it's just perfect. If it was like, if because then here's the thing if it was splitting up Saturday and Sunday which is what people say they want I think that would have been a problem also so I feel like they picked the 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 lesser evil basically and you know what I'm saying because I feel like people were gonna feel away either way and I think they decided on let's keep the weekend together which makes perfect sense you know I mean it, it makes sense to me and I think either you or uh, Danny have said it since y'all have it in the rings mm-hmm. if y'all didn't want to use the weekends at all y'all have the option of just taking that page you out. can take the weekend page out completely which wouldn't and happen if the, nope. if it was other way around exactly yeah. if you only use it for work I think I got that from I think it was um Ursula I believe uh she is the Latina planner I believe hold on let me make sure oh, okay yeah she um she had put it on her stories, I believe, one day that she uses her daily duo for work. Mm-hmm. And so she only needed Monday through Friday. Um, yeah, it's Latina Planner Girl. She um, took took the weekend pages out and one, it made her planner smaller, which is yeah. amazing. and makes it even more portable. And two, she just took out the page she didn't need and it was easy and she didn't have to mess up her planner doing it. I don't even think she had right. to uncoil it. She could have just ripped the pages out and it made yeah. it no difference so I definitely think that was the way <laughs> to go like I'm yeah, that's just, the right way to go yeah I think so too because no because if they would have split up the weekend that would have been a whole right too and I think that would have been worse than just splitting up Sunday and Monday so and I don't know has her notes page too and she still has her notes page yep I yeah I ain't think this one through Y'all well, maybe, the, <laughs> the people will be mad <laughs> uh, you know and maybe next year you 
know, EC might have the option because they do all their own printing. Um, when you buy a planner, it's not like the planners are pre-made and shipped to them. You know, they're mm-hmm. printed in-house. So, you know, maybe they'll have the option next year for the Sunday start people who want Sunday and Monday to be together. Um Cause I mean, I guess that's fair if you're looking at it from that aspect. If they're like Sunday star people anyway, but I don't know. I feel like it See, worked out. I don't out even for me. think they want that though. Mm. So what? So they just not want a notes page at all? I don't. What's know the what option? I think the way they wanted it was for Saturday. I mean, maybe we're seeing the same thing. They want Saturday and Sunday to be facing each other, mm-hmm. not on the same page. Oh, but how would that be possible? Because Saturday is on, (laughs) it's Saturday is on the right side. And then when you flip the page, Sunday is now on the left side. So I don't even know how they could have configured it to make Saturday and Sunday literally facing each other. I don't think it's enough days of the week. (laughs) I don't know how that would work. Well, you know what? I guess maybe if i'm girl whatever anyway <laughs> we got time for this because <laughs> we could spend all day yeah. trying to make it the math math because it's like it, it ain't mathing because technically that would mean the no space would be on the back of sunday mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but how do you get it there Oh no, it don't matter. Anyway, don't matter. y'all. Anyway, yeah. we love we're loving the daily duo right now. It's they yeah. <laughs> uh she just works. And like I said, I love seeing people use it. And the fact that so many people use it has just really made it. I don't know. I'm just loving it. It's just mm-hmm. it's just good. It's good times right now. I don't think the planner community is dead necessarily, but I think some aspects of it have kind of died, but they've also kind of um evolved. So I think the community is just ever evolving and ever you know changing which is a good thing yeah i wish a lot more people would be more open to that change though that's the thing that's the yeah that's the thing because now we're having this whole cancel and boycott reels i'm not doing reels yeah bs and it's Mm. just like let's just embrace it let's work make it work for us so we can continue to build but right right and if you don't want to do it you don't have to but you don't have to like you know boycott it either it's just not a deep anyway uh speaking of deaths in the planner community what is going on with the happy planner squad it is as of today as of sunday august 7th we have Mm -hmm. heard nothing about the 2022 2023 um happy planner squad who knows this could change by the time this episode comes out if it does you know it just is what it is but as of today we haven't heard anything we know last year they waited all the way into like july august to do anything which was late for them right but now it's fully into august and you know we've had some we've seen some people who have reached out to current squad members to ask them like what's the status what's going on Mm -hmm. um and they they say they haven't been told anything so i don't know if they're just keeping their cards close to their chest or they truly have not heard anything it's just mm, because i feel like their term should be over if it was like august to august it would be over by now right yeah yeah because i'm pretty sure because this came up in my uh memories but a lot of the folks were announced around the beginning of august Mm -hmm. because then uh, in my memories it was a lot of people like you know saying their betrayals to the happy planner those posts so it had to be somewhere around there when they were announced Mm -hmm. um 
I don't know. I feel like it's a mixture of both. I feel like maybe they are aware that something is going to change. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, current members didn't know the full details of that, but, you know, maybe just a little bit of something, but I don't know. It don't look like it's about, it's happening. Yeah. It's not looking great at all because I feel like if, you know, the happy planner is going to make some major announcement, but the squad not coming back or something, or them, you know, severely changing the makeup of the squad and how they do that. I can see them not telling um member current members of the squad because they mm-hmm. know it's gonna leak like somebody's gonna tell somebody and everyone's yeah. gonna tell somebody else and then before you know it the entire community is gonna know and it's gonna be running through the you know room real all up in the drama groups and all of that so that's definitely smart of them not to tell them if that's what they're planning um but i don't know it's weird because i mean before the last squad term ends they usually have some type of announcement because now there's just nothing. Because if their term is over, then there's just not a squad right now, basically. Yeah, in a sense, yeah. I don't know. Do you think that's fair for them not to say anything to current members? I mean, in this, technically, they don't have the option to reapply. Mm-hmm. But you know how that all goes with the, the Supreme Squad. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know. I don't feel like that's really fair to kind of keep them in the dark too, because naturally people are going to come to them because they Mm -hmm. are the quote unquote representatives. And I know they're not representatives of the company, but they are the direct people, Mm -hmm. you know, between the company and customers, I guess. Right. Right. Um, I, I think that it's very odd for them not to sell them, even though I get it if they're trying to keep it under wraps. But I'm kind of questioning, like, what is with the secrecy about it? Like, if y'all are yeah. not going to do a squad, you know, just say just that. Because yeah. I don't really understand. So it kind of makes me think that some type of announcement or something is coming down the pipeline. And if I had to guess, I think it's going to be just some type of changes. Like, they're just going to move just fully into the affiliate program mm-hmm. and not have like a formal squad and kind of move more into the Aaron Condren affiliate program type of situation. Um, that's honestly what I think is the most likely thing. I I doubt they're just going to say, we're not going to do anything anymore and just, you know, pull the plum paper and not send nobody nothing ever. Um, <laughs> you know, so yeah I yeah I could see that being better for that community too to kind of have that um although there is some levels of favoritism there too mm-hmm. but it does still at least give other people the opportunity to promote if they do do it like right. EC has done it where you can apply and you know get chosen kind of thing but mm-hmm. I don't know. Nothing is perfect with these like affiliate programs. So, uh, mm-hmm. but I, I do feel like that model is far better than a squad and having all these people be so hurt. Yeah. Every single year. So. Yeah. That, and I feel like it can just feel very like elitist and exclusionary. Mm-hmm. And obviously, everybody who has been on the Happy Punter Squad has not been guilty of this. But I do feel like a lot of people who have been on the Happy Punter Squad kind of have this like air of, you know, we're better than y'all because we're on the Happy sure. Punter Squad. Yeah. Or, or it really means the reason why people get so hurt by not being picked because they take it as a reflection of them and what they're doing and their page is not good enough and their engagement is not good enough and their following is not good enough to be in it. Like it's just so competitive, like not in a positive way. 
Um, and people really see this as like validation of them as a yeah. planner, you know? So I feel like if that, if that can go away out of this, even though obviously some people are going to be very, very disappointed if it does go away, which is, you mm-hmm. know, is valid or whatever. I still think that that's better than what's going on now because we just don't need these. I feel like the, the popularity contests that occur in the planner community is a big part of the reason why there is a lot of negativity um, sometimes and people really getting their feelings hurt, feeling like they're not a part of something when that's not supposed what it's supposed to be um about i know the squad definitely started off as something positive but i think over time it's just kind of become something that wasn't very positive it's kind of caused a lot of division you know so yeah i agree i definitely don't think uh that it started out that way for Mm -hmm. sure uh no Uh, yeah i know that it doesn't start out that but it's it's above them now like Mm -hmm. it's just it's just Mm -hmm. above them is it's become something so much bigger and like you said there are members who have this level of elitism and then naturally you're going to have people who want to be a part of that elitism and then it's just it's very high school it's Mm -hmm. very I didn't make the cheer team I was just about to say that get out of my head stop it I was literally about to say (laughs) it's like the cheerleading squad (laughs) yeah that's what it's given and I, I mean obviously everybody has their different um experiences on the squad everybody's mm-hmm. isn't as positive mm-hmm. there's some level of favoritism there it's just and the secrecy of it all it's just it just needs to go mm-hmm. but um I feel like it will be I don't know a breath of fresh air if Happy Planner was finally upfront and honest to mm-hmm. their their audience basically yeah this yeah. is just they they never have been so I mean it's shocking to even expect that but it would be a nice kind of move and Mm -hmm. something that maybe they can transition to like hey we're trying to do this better this is what we're going to do and be open about it but hp's been very secretive i'm not surprised that they are still being very secretive about this i totally agree i think um hp was more transparent when stephanie was around because i feel like she's just a Mm-hmm. tell her like it is honest transparent person herself um mm-hmm. so without her you know really steering the ship it's just any type of transparency definitely just went out of the window when Stephanie left when Hannah got fired when so many things changed at the same time it was just too much yeah she got fired that's like girl I did not break that's not breaking news <laughs> That I, is she, not. I thought she was let go which i mean i guess Isn't that, that is fire <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i feel like it just sound harsher it, when it's fired the word it does fire sound, harsh. sound harsher it, it does and just to be clear we're not laughing at her getting fired no, For anybody yeah. tries to spin yeah. that around now we're not laughing at her getting fired but yeah i believe the word the terminology was let go yeah but um you know last it's time i same. checked yeah. dictionary.com said that was the same as getting fired so that's you know it is what it is somebody gonna try yeah, to it's correction about that but y- y'all know what we mean y'all know what i we think mean. it's the same thing in my yeah. mind it's the same thing because if you didn't let them go and they let you go they fired you firing just sounds harsher but it is i mean at the end of the day you're not getting no checks from there no more so it's the same that, thing that's you know? the end goal no that's checks. the end goal yeah. are they cutting the check 
And did they stop no. because you told them to, or did they stop because they told you they was gonna stop? Yeah, you know. Yeah, so that's, that's right. Uh, but yeah, HP. We'll no, we'll we'll keep y'all updated if we hear anything. But like I said, as of today, we've heard zero. But the Hamilton Squad and you know people who have talked to squad members have said that they have said the same thing. They don't know what's going on um, either. So. I don't know. I guess time will tell. You know, I w- I really hope they don't go the route of just not saying anything ever and then the squad just disappearing. That is the coward route for them to just They're not say anything. Even, it's not above them. It's not, but I hope it's that's not what they do. Like, come on, like I, I hope so too. That's just wrong. Yeah, I think that's wrong too. I think that's wrong too. But yeah, guys, we are going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors and we will be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, guys. So we are back. Uh, let's get into some what we're watching right now. Myra, do you want to announce to the people what you have been watching? And I'm just so proud of you, guys. She did it. She did it. Myra, tell the people. I had optical optical proof. Optical. <laughs> what do you? I took about? a photo and sent it. Oh, apparently, <laughs> is that what it was? How is that how you pronounce it? The- yeah. I think okay. so. Um, because Meg was not going to believe me if I just texted her and said that I was watching it. So I had to send I a photo. Wasn't. What was you watching? <laughs> so I did start the Harry Potter, I was going to say trilogy, but it's more than three video, uh, movies. Uh, franchise. Franchise. <laughs> Literally. Literally. But yeah, I'm, yes. I'm here for it. I'm into it. Um, I've only watched one and two so far um i did mm-hmm. like the first one better than the second one but that's how Fair. i usually feel about sequels anyway i typically like the first right. one a lot better but um aren't you so happy that you can finally understand like some of our like hogwarts and harry potter references now well like, i'm still trying to understand there. i'm getting there but you yeah. get you get like the sorting hat you know what I'm saying? You get when somebody calls yeah. you a Slytherin that is low key a diss. It's a diss. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you get it now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I do understand that reference. That is definitely a, a diss. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been very interesting. Like these these are my mm-hmm. kind of movies anyway. I love this like young adult teen age kind of magical Same. series. So very I don't know. Mental. I just missed the wave because you you know y'all know my upbringing and yep which honestly they kind of had a point now that i'm now that i know what i'm watching (laughs) they kind of had a point kids probably shouldn't have been watching this because that like the second movie was very dark oh my gosh it's not that bad it is not that bad it didn't actually show it didn't actually show myrtle dying it just talked about her yeah, girls 20 year old and you know speaking of that guys like myra said she's only on movie two 
don't go send her spoilers about the whole series because Myra has been asking us like certain questions and some things we can answer some things we cannot without literally mm-hmm. spoiling the entire series because every movie every book is intertwined into this bigger story or whatever so yeah. y'all please like you're gonna end up permanently on the block list just don't just don't because that would just be so rude <laughs> it's fine it's so I mean rude. I probably won't see it till after I'm done with the series anyway, because I'm just perfect. Because Myra doesn't answer her DM exactly. <laughs> I do answer eventually. I'm eventually. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I do I do enjoy it. I think the the fun thing about this is because I know these characters as adults, you know. Like right. I didn't grow up with right. these characters, so I you know, right. I know Daniel as an adult. So it's cute to kind of see right. him younger Mm -hmm. younger daniel um yeah so i think that's pretty fun and just to see the transition like immediately from movie one to movie two like how much they had grown it's insane how much they grow over that whole series like but like you said i think movie one to movie two was definitely Mm -hmm. the most dramatic growth which at least for harry potter's purposes like almost every movie took place over well like the first few movies was like starting at the beginning this is not really a spoiler but the beginning of the first few music movies is like the start of a new year at hogwarts mm-hmm. so their age growth and their physical growth it it makes, it sense, makes sense because yeah. it's like you know what i'm saying it's like mm-hmm. a new school year you get a little bit older you look way different than you did the previous school year or whatever so it's not like you know in stranger things you know when you started they're they literally like babies and then in the stranger things world only a couple maybe a couple years have actually passed by but they look dramatically older because they are like six years older or five years older than when they first started you know so yeah yeah at least it with this it it does it does work because that is how I'm sure teachers know mm-hmm. too when they kids yep. come back. You're like, damn, they look totally but, different. Yeah, yep, yeah. So it works with yeah. this, but it's been fun. It has been fun. I'm so happy that you love it because, like, if you, I told, I already told, her, I was like, if you hate it, I don't even want to know. Just let's just not talk about it because I'm gonna be so sick. <laughs> See, I mean, and I try to go into these like older movies, realizing that this is a 20 year old movie. Because, you know, like yes. certain things yeah, does true. like it could look better. But then again, it's 20 year old movie. And I'm trying right. to go in it as a mindset of a like a teen going to watch yes. this. Right. So you can't watch this like if you have never seen Harry Potter before. Don't go in it as a 30, 40 plus year old because it's going to piss you off because it's not going to make sense. You have to go Absolutely. into it as the time period with any movie. Absolutely. You know? yeah. Right. Right. Yes. Try to believe in magic, you know, when you watch the Harry Potter series of Myra when she first started watching the first one. She put this hilarious question in our group chat. Y'all know the scene where Harry first goes with a Hagrid to the train station to mm-hmm. basically get to Hogwarts. And they were at the platform nine and three quarters and they ran through the wall. Myra put in that group chat. So don't nobody see them. (laughs) (laughs) And the way y'all explained it to me, I'm like, makes perfect sense because y'all were just like, the joke is the people around them, the muggles, 
are just oblivious to they're so oblivious yeah yes that whole world is just hiding in plain sight Mm -hmm. and you'll see more things when they are in the muggle world as you see the movies and it's just like one they're totally oblivious and two you know you gotta have a little movie magic like logically somebody would have seen them but you gotta just take logic out of the equation Because it is kind of bizarre that nobody sees them in a busy train station. I think, uh, you know, maybe it would have made sense if they would have just had like the train leaving it at the dead of night when nobody was there or something. That definitely would have made more sense. that was wild yeah that was wild plus (laughs) the idea of not everybody during this time frame have cell phones (laughs) like it's 2000 mm-hmm. early 2000s early like 2000s, cell phones yeah, yeah exist but not to the level of where it had cameras on it you know right so, right exactly so, yeah. so it's like if you see it you're not gonna be able to snap a picture of it and nobody would right. ever believe you yeah so you probably could just think that you're seeing things like okay i know i didn't really see this person just run through a while let me just i gotta drink a little bit too much <laughs> yeah <laughs> i need some coffee i'm still dreaming or something for but, real yeah. for real but yay, I'm so excited and de- we're definitely going to follow on along with Myra through her journey through Harry Potter and get more um, updates. So don't watch them too fast, Myra, so that we can actually talk about maybe do like two at like two per weekend or something so we can talk That's about all I could give you. Honestly. period that works <laughs> and that works <laughs> for the purposes of this show that totally works. <laughs> yay but i'm so excited i'm so excited but yeah uh i have been keeping up with my rewatch of old series that i have watched before so early this year i watched vampire diaries all over again i watched true blood all over again i just finished watching revenge all over again and it was amazing and i think my next show that i'm going to embark on a rewatch of is desperate housewives i really really love this show when it first came out um and it's been a while since i watched it so yeah i'm just we were talking about this before we started recording tv is not what it used to be and we don't have any like good dramas the way we did a few years ago and i'm so like i feel like i'm just i don't have a choice but to rewatch old stuff yeah it's so good so and i'm glad because of streaming that i can rewatch old stuff but man i need a good i need a good drama to get into like something new i would love it but i don't think anything has been that good yeah definitely let us know if y'all have a wreck or whatever but yeah i'm mm-hmm. in my rewatch era too uh for my anime fans i'm getting ready to rewatch uh attack on titan i'm not caught up to date mm-hmm. so no spoilers again for that but um i, I haven't watched this last season so I, i'm gonna rewatch that and um i'm thinking of watching the good girls i think it's called the good girls oh yeah yeah, yeah on netflix is it on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard of Yeah. I used to watch it with my sister when it first came out. And I think mm-hmm. it got canceled or something. So I was like, well, I think well, this, I ain't gonna finish this. But I think I might go back and see how that <laughs> how that wrapped up. But yeah. I recommend this. I, I think I watched the first few episodes and I liked it. I can't remember why I didn't um finish it, but yeah, that might be a good one to pick up. I you know what? We're talking about not, not having any good dramas. You on Netflix is definitely one of my like top five favorite shows. Um, that is a very good drama. However, 
the sucky thing about streaming services is that they just take so long for a new season to come out. It's like you can't like you know how like Grey's Anatomy and things like that on their own network television. Every September, you know, you're going to have a new season or whatever. September to like December or to like May or something, you're going to have a bunch of episodes and you can always depend on that. These streaming services are so unpredictable. Like even like Euphoria, I love Euphoria. Euphoria is not coming back to 2024. I need some consistency with these streaming services. That's what the problem is. Like Handmaid's Tale is about to come back in September, which I love. Once again, no consistency. You never know when the next season of these shows are coming out typically. Like sometimes they'll let you know and sometimes you won't know until like a month or so before they actually come back. So I don't know. I think what I'm really looking for is like some good network television shows that I can depend on because you cannot depend on these streaming services, you know? Yeah, I'm wondering, I mean, obviously COVID, but um, I'm wondering if it's just the nature of streaming too. I don't know how those shows come out because I usually watch that kind of thing once it's already done, but Mm -hmm. I'm assuming they only drop a few episodes at a time. No, they'll drop the whole drop the whole season. Yeah, okay, most so of then it seems the whole like if you do binge it, mm-hmm. it seems like it's much longer because you didn't right. take the 12 weeks, you took the right. weekend, you know? Absolutely, but even with yeah. that, it's still not consistent, you know? Because it's like, it'll yeah. be one thing if, like, say, every September they dropped a new season of you. If you want to rush through it and watch it right away, that's on you, but at least you know the next September there's going to be another season coming out. It's just not like that. You literally don't know when the next season is coming out. You know, it just takes yeah. so long for some reason. I don't really understand. Cause like I said, with even with Euphoria, it was like a year and a half, two years between the first and second season of Euphoria. And now we're looking at like another year and a half, two years before the third season come out. It's insane. But you know what? Actually, with that, because it was on HBO, that did come out weekly for like eight weeks or however many yeah. um episodes there were. Yeah, but even with that, that it still takes forever. So maybe uh tv just in a new era Mm, tv doing the the instagram stuff it's like streaming is coming so hard with some really good content but the lack of consistency is what sucks about it and it's like if network tv has any advantage at least it is a lot more consistent and you can depend on it you know but then it's kind of fun too like i remember the first time i watched revenge like it was fun waiting every sunday for the new episode to come out and being kind of less on that kind of cliffhanger you know Mm -hmm. and even though it is nice to be able to watch something all at one time but like you say you just rush through it and then you're kind of stuck for however long until the next one comes out it sucks so i don't know yeah yeah and i know a lot of streamers are kind of moving to only dropping like four episodes so people don't have that whole binging Mm -hmm. thing but but like you said it's still you don't know when it's gonna come back yeah, you just have no idea. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, and it takes know. so long. It takes so long to come back. It's crazy. Which is why the Stranger Kids kids look like they're 30. And, you know, a couple years ago, they was looking 10. Make it make sense. <laughs> oh, man. I Yeah. I Yeah, that's just something you just have to ignore with Stranger Things. Because, yeah, it don't. Mm-hmm logically it, it ain't no adding up. yeah yeah it doesn't <laughs> they really exactly. they look old as hell now exactly exactly 
but yeah so let's get into a little bit of celeb garbage um so we got lots of kardashians news you know they just stay on tmz so we're always talking about them for celeb garbage not my fault uh kim and pete broke up myra are you surprised yeah. Uh. Well, I don't know. I don't think they've said anything oh, about still it. Rumors. Sources okay. saying, and I haven't heard it from Kim. Um. I don't think that she has posted him, at least not as we're recording this. Um. Yeah. They're saying they broke up. What are your How thoughts? How long they've been together? Ain't been a year yet, has it? They said like nine months. I think. I yeah. mean, I guess. I, I didn't think they was gonna get married or anything. I just thought it was a fun fling. It was a fun fling. Okay, she still has pictures of Pete on her page, so she didn't do the whole "I'm gonna delete you from my page." Um, Are they following thing. each other? I don't think he's on Instagram anymore. I think he had got on Instagram for oh, like a brief yeah. time, and then maybe he deleted it once Kanye West started acting a fool. It was something like that. So I don't think he's on Instagram anymore. <laughs> right? Oh, that keeps up the mystery can't mm-hmm. tell if they're not following each other anymore because you know that's officially that's when it's official that's yeah. when we know more information <laughs> exactly yeah i don't know i definitely didn't see them getting married or anything but it's just kind of surprising that it's over so quickly when she was so mm-hmm. public about their relationship like even like there are previews for the next season of her show that's not coming out until september where he is in the previews where they are fully in the relationship on the show and if they're not now it's kind of gonna be kind of weird watching that um and I don't know maybe maybe the breakup will be on the show I guess we'll just have to see if it's even official we're not even 100% sure but no very very interesting they just taking a break I don't know Mm -hmm. I mean I feel like with her but this is also her life this is how she mm-hmm. made money so it makes sense why they were very public early on but it's mm-hmm. like maybe you just need to date and just chill for a minute you know you don't have to have a boyfriend i think that kim is like a relationship person mm-hmm. um and that's why she's always so very public and extra about her relationships but um i don't know i feel like it was always kind of doomed because i think pete had got like a tat like a bunch of tattoos with my girl is a lawyer and i don't know if he got kim name but some other random stuff which is usually um a recipe for disaster and then they were like he was really pulling like a stepdaddy like out with her kids without her and stuff it was just a lot so mm, you you definitely don't have to do all that especially if you don't know if that person is going to be like if i like if i was single and i was dating um i don't think i would introduce my child to anybody unless i was like pretty sure they were gonna be around for the long haul but you know celebrities they they, they live different yeah they live there yeah they got nannies mm-hmm. and shit you know mm-hmm. they used to different people <laughs> being in their kids life but i Facts. yeah but yeah i'm with you I, it, it will probably take me a long while mm-hmm. hell it, it would be longer than that months honestly i'll have to be probably. very very sure because mm-hmm. i just want to have to go through explaining that to my child if it doesn't work out no no not at all that's annoying I don't want to deal with that I don't and then I wouldn't want my child to get really attached to somebody and then them not be around anymore that's really sad to me too so Mm -mm. nah 
Um, yeah. More Kardashian news. Allegedly, Chloe and Tristan had their baby boy. Um, I haven't seen that confirmed by Chloe on her Instagram or anything, but that was on TMZ. So, yeah, the, uh, congrats. Yeah, the surrogate had okay. the baby. And allegedly it was baby boy because I guess Chloe really wanted a boy. You know, nowadays, if you got enough money, you can choose your child's gender. <laughs> so, so um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, congrats to Chloe, you know, having another baby with that trash man. But, you know, I guess. That man a hoe. He's a, he's a, he's a whole lot of things that aren't very nice. <laughs> for sure oh for i just sure. hate that he just be just embarrassing her he's so embarrassed he be really he embarrassing himself as well like it's not just her who should be embarrassed it is him yeah she only reason why she should be embarrassed because she keeps going back to him and signing up to have more and more kids with him but uh he should 100 be embarrassed by his behavior and anybody who's dating him i guess obviously yeah, he I don't guess. care Mm-hmm. obviously obviously that is no shame without a doubt nobody has ever accused him of caring too much because that's just not yeah. the case mm-hmm. um this is not really i wouldn't count this as celeb garbage but it is something really unfortunate so the whole britney griner situation um in russia she has been officially sentenced to nine years in prison over there. Um, I think that this is when this is supposed to be, I guess Russia is about to start the negotiation process with the United mm-hmm. States. Apparently they weren't going to do that until everything was like fully, fully settled, which I guess definitely kind of explains why she was given such a harsh sentence Yeah, because if they know they're going to try to do some type of trade, they wouldn't just give her another month or two in prison and say that's it because if that was the case then the they would have no leverage and the united states wouldn't probably trade anybody for her she only got to stay there for another month or two or you know some very small amount of time but if they if we know that she's literally looking at staying in prison there for the next nine years and yeah, they have a lot of leverage when it comes to that because, I mean, nobody wants her to have to do that. Like, the punishment definitely does not fit the crime at all. I still think the crime was just a really big mistake um, on her part, and she doesn't deserve to spend um, another minute incarcerated over there. And, you know, prison everywhere is bad, but I heard the Russian prison is especially harsh, like, 16, 17 hours a day of extreme like labor. Um, the conditions are something that you wouldn't even want an animal to be in, allegedly, from what I've heard. Uh, it's just really, it's really, really disgusting. So I ugh, I hate this situation so much. And I hope that we just do whatever we got to do to get her out because it's messed up. And I'm not just saying that because she's a celebrity. I would say that to anybody who is, you know what I'm saying, who is really wrongfully mm-hmm convicted and where the punishment just does not meet the crime like they're punishing her like she murdered somebody people get less time sometimes for murdering somebody we see it all the time you know yeah yeah she's just a political prisoner for them yep. um a, a pawn in the chess game basically and it's it's sad because this is a somebody's life somebody's life 
Yep. Yep. Absolutely. It's really, really messed up. And something that has also came up that I've been hearing a lot of people talking about is, you know, the United States trying to clutch our pearls, trying to act like we're above ruining somebody's life like this over a nothing (laughs) charge. We do this all the time to people. There are people sitting in jail in the United States with life sentences over marijuana that is, you know, bought and sold all the time legally in a bunch of different states now. And they're still, you know, serving time for that. And while there are so many people who are becoming millionaires and billionaires off of marijuana. So we do this type of thing Mm -hmm. all the time to people. So we're not better. We're not better. People that look just like Britney. Hello? Hello? We're not better. And honestly, our prison situation is not much. It's not like our prisons here are five-star hotel or anything like that. They're horrible. They're horrible too. Mm-hmm. But it's levels to horrific, uh, you know, situations. So it's just BS. So I hope I hope they figure. Yeah. We hadn't really talked about this in the past because I was really just kind of waiting to see what was going to happen with the situation. Mm-hmm. And it's like now that they have some type of resolution as far as her court proceedings over there, <sighs> we need something to change. But no matter what, her life is changed forever because I'm sure her experience yeah. has just changed her forever like it's horrible yeah yeah and that's something that can't be traded off or given back like Mm -hmm. it's just wild it's wild Mm -hmm. i you know i was reading a little bit up on it it's not like this is her first time there either yeah Mm -hmm. you know pretty familiar with the country so it's just like it's traumatizing yeah 100% and I'm I'm sure like you know once this whole situation is um is finished and once she's back home I honestly wouldn't be surprised if we heard something about WNBA players like boycotting ever playing in Russia again like that's not something Mm -hmm. they would say right now because we're still trying to get her out but once it's all said and done I wouldn't be surprised and we probably need to look into you know any country that is like aggressive like that (laughs) Maybe we still need to go there if we can help it. Unless you just really, really have to. Because I don't know, that that's something that really terrifies me about traveling abroad. Um, you just never know what could happen. You know? Yeah. Especially people look like us. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, hell, just being an American, like we kind of like public enemy number one to the rest of the world. So it is kind of freaky. Because I mean, even us going yep. to Italy was like, kind of freaky although i loved every minute of it it was a good time we had an amazing time but it's still right oh shit you know let me make sure we on our p's and q's let's not do nothing so we can get back home right and that's not even a country that's like politically aggressive to us or anything like that so when you're talking about one that is uh, Yeah. yeah yikes yeah um last thing for this celeb stuff uh the whole jackie aina situation do you want to kind of give us like a brief overview of what's going on with with our girl jackie right now oh i hate having her associated with anything negative but she did this to herself she did this to herself she she messed up yeah so uh, jackie uh had a candle release for her birthday and she kind of had the whole theme from her uh nigerian heritage so one of the names of her candle was what how do you remember i don't remember okay yeah i don't really remember how to pronounce it yeah 
no no disrespect but it it just doesn't even seem like something that we should be saying anyway but Mm -hmm. um basically the term if we can put it in like black american translation it was in a sense if a candle was named like i can't breathe or say her name mm, yeah yeah Yeah. so um this was a term that was used in 2020 in nigeria um they had like a protest with the government there Mm. that was treating the people there very very horribly and that was the chant that they were saying during their protests and during one of the protests it ended up being very deadly where the government actually shot at the peaceful protesters so um jackie is um what is it like a what do you say like her parents are from nigeria but Mm -hmm. she's born here so she's like first generation immigrant america yeah yeah so um a lot and she's been very open about her heritage obviously she made a whole collection from this but she's always been very open about it so people uh naturally with her massive platform were like you know you should say something about this and um she chose not to back in 2020 for you Mm. know her own reasons she was very vocal about the you know black lives matter movement Mm. um so you know the nigerian people were very hurt to see that candle named that um so yeah i mean just based off the research on tiktok that saying was previously before this 2020 protest was used kind of celebratory like in the theme so it made sense that it was a part Mm -hmm. of the collection but naturally after that happened most nigerians associated with that deadly protest so it's just kind of important to use that yeah so um yeah i mean overall jackie um they you know they made a statement her and the candle company they removed it candle was no longer for sale but um I don't know I'm just like I you know I was telling Meg like I don't really know how I feel about it because at first it was Mm -hmm. just like oh okay I see that you know she took it down she did the right thing but when it was put in the terms of I can't breathe like if Mm. somebody sold a candle like that like you know I don't know how like it's just it's icky yeah, it is. You know? and, and my question is like, so when she was originally selling that candle or going to sell it, was there any mention of any of the proceeds going towards any like Nigerian charities or causes or anything like that? It was just purely 100% for profit for her company. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. That is <laughs> yeah. not good. Yeah. I mean, that's, overall, the theme cringy. was very celebratory to- um, For sure her culture culture. and And, you know we're not nigerian so you know we had no you know understanding like obviously we trust you this is your culture if you're Mm -hmm. saying this is something celebratory like okay cool you know um but yeah just knowing the history of that and knowing you know that she chose not to say anything Mm -hmm. i don't know and that's her own choice maybe she feels removed from it because technically she is american Mm-hmm. but you know jackie like i even before this collection i know that jackie is nigerian she's been very open mm-hmm. and very proud of her heritage so it would be assumed that you knew that that was going on you know yeah and i feel like so, maybe maybe she did i feel like she doesn't think that she is removed from that culture right, but yeah. i feel like maybe the people kind of see her as being removed from it since she is an american you know 
so maybe from their perspective like um it it is different and I don't know maybe she because she is removed from it just from being an American maybe she didn't understand the gravity of that situation which is what led her to make the decision to use it for a candle and not be giving back to those people at all you know what I'm saying like I feel like that kind of shows that she shouldn't have been doing it in the first place (laughs) you know what I'm saying like she clearly shouldn't have been doing it and the fact that she didn't realize that she shouldn't have been doing it kind of shows how she is removed from Mm -hmm. you know her 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 I guess her heritage um in that way but I definitely see it as a huge mistake. I don't see it as anything like malicious or anything. Jackie doesn't seem like a malicious person. And I doubt that she um, had any ill intent, but you know, there's it's like intent versus impact. And the impact was very, very harmful. And that's why you just have to be extremely careful and and sensitive about cultural things like that. Like, even if you think of it as your culture, Right. Other people might not think of it as your culture because she's an American. Maybe that's where it comes down to for them. Either either that is just something that they feel that nobody should be profiting of, off of, or it's something that they don't think nobody who is not a um who is not who is an American should be profiting off of, or both. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It could kind of go either way with that. Um, I definitely hope that she learns from it. And I definitely think if she wants to have a collection that represents her heritage and her family, there's a way that she can do that without being offensive. You know, because it sounds like maybe if she would have picked a different phrase that didn't have yeah. that connotation, it might not have been um, received so poorly. You know, she really just picked the wrong phrase. And then once again, if you're doing something to represent a culture, even if it's your own culture, you still should try to find a way to give back to that culture. You know what I'm saying? Like there was nothing stopping her from being like, you know, 25%, 50%, whatever percent of the proceeds from the sales of this will go towards XYZ organization. I'm going to match that donation. I feel like it probably would have went over way better had she kind of went about it that way as well because it just looks bad when it's perceived that you're just profiting off of a culture that in their mind they don't they might not see her as being a part of it you know because she hasn't she didn't have to grow up in the situations and experience it firsthand you know so it makes it different it makes it really really different yeah that's such a that's such a touchy touchy subject though Mm -hmm. because i mean there are a lot of people who are first gen or you know they're americans but they they could be very close to their culture but i I don't know it's very subjective so yep for the the fingers start typing (laughs) that people can't be close to their culture we we understand that they absolutely can it's just it's Mm -hmm. just very subjective and unfortunately like jackie has this massive platform that there's mm-hmm. going to be all these different kinds of opinions. And um, that's mm-hmm. something that you kind of have to be aware of, that you do have that massive right. platform. So you do probably have to take right. these extra steps to make sure that you are, you know, doing the right thing. You're respectful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 That's true. And we've kind of seen too, like, um, 
it sucks when people mess up, make a big mistake, and then the people who already don't like them kind of mm-hmm. use it as like an aha moment. Like, aha, I knew that person wasn't gotcha, right. Yeah. I knew that person has changed. I knew that person, you know, had was a bad person or whatever you want to say. And there has been a lot of that because there are a lot of people who don't like Jackie, who don't like her platform, who don't like the fact that she's kind of steered away from makeup and she's mm-hmm. really kind of leveled up and, you know, is doing a lot of other things. There are people who don't like seeing her and her very lavish, luxurious uh, lifestyle. And this just feeds into whatever narrative they already had of her, yeah. which is probably unfair. Like, I feel like you can, you can criticize someone without making it like an extreme, like judgment on them as a person, because everybody makes mistakes. And that doesn't necessarily define them. What defines them is if they continue making that mistake and turning it into a choice. Like if Jackie come out with some other, uh, you know, Nigerian phrase that's really sensitive to people in a candle next week, then you can start calling those choices. But as long as if it's one thing or, you know, whatever, then it's just a, it's a mistake. And, you know, people don't have to, it's not our apology to receive or anything like that, but you kind of got to check the source on some things. Like, is this person saying this because they're just really critiquing the situation fairly um, and they want to just hold people accountable? Or do they have some ulterior motives? Do they already dislike this person and dislike their platform and they're just using this to, you know, further their narrative against that person? You always got to kind of check because people do that all the time. They do it to us. They do it all to everybody. Time. <laughs> all the time yeah yeah I think that that's my issue with it that people take it to that next level like even if you like look at some of these TikToks and read the comments she's never been um you know she's no longer relatable I don't like her like Mm -hmm. that's not about the situation that's your Mm -hmm. personal feelings about her and Mm -hmm. that's something completely different and it you know it just opened up a whole dialogue because I feel like at the core of it yes you know this was a mistake this was wrong it was Mm -hmm. harmful we can all acknowledge that but at the core of it people just mad that um she just be in her big ass house steaming Mm -hmm. her sheets (laughs) and brushing her hair i mean that at the core of it that's what y'all mad about Mm -hmm. and this just gives you further ammunition to be mad at her about that Mm -hmm. yeah that's true those are two totally different things Absolutely. Absolutely. And I was listening to um, this blogger. Her name is Kimberly. She does the For Harriet uh, YouTube channel. Um, And she was talking about Jackie Aina not too long ago. And she was saying that Jackie has kind of her her aesthetic is kind of like rich housewife even though that's really not her like she is like a major like businesswoman and the reason why Mm -hmm. her surroundings are so luxurious is not just because she just you know married somebody rich or is marrying somebody rich it's because she has brought a lot of her own money and success into the equation but if you look at her like online she just gives the rich housewife aesthetic and not really like the businesswoman aesthetic um and I think people have a really big problem with that and like you say you bought a relatability people everybody wants everybody to be so relatable but it's just like I feel like nobody gets judged harshly for not being relatable as much as black women do because do I think is is Jackie relatable to my life 
No, we've totally lived two totally different lifestyles, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that I can't still like and find value in her brand and in mm-hmm. her content just because my life doesn't look exactly like hers. Like that's not a bit, I don't mean, why would I want to just watch people whose lives, lives look exactly like mine? Like some people, I mean, everybody wants some aspect of relatability with the people that they follow, but that right. doesn't have to be everybody that you follow. You know what I'm saying? Like who who is the Kardashians relatable to? Nobody except and other insane the rich people. Exactly. Exactly. And they have <laughs> hundreds of millions of followers and stuff on mm-hmm. Instagram. And those people aren't following them because they're relatable because they're not. They're not. <laughs> you know, but like yeah. we, like we said, like it's like black women are the main people who get held to this like relatability standard, and it's just not fair. Yeah. It's, it's not at all. And high key, I mean, we even see it in this planner community. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm i thinking like Siobhan, Felicia, mm-hmm. like those are black women who like live luxury is, mm-hmm. you know, that's the simplest way I could put it. Mm-hmm. And there's people out there who I gotta be keeping real they mm-hmm. look like us mm-hmm. um, who who says that they're you know not re- relatable or they're uppity or they're this and they're that mm-hmm. and it's like why why can't black women have a luxurious lifestyle mm-hmm. why can't they live in luxury right why right. do they have to be uppity or feel like they're better than like and right. it, it seems like it's only two black women though mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's, it's just weird yeah and I mean I agree like I my life is nowhere <laughs> near like Jackie's is but I mean I find some relatability to her I mean right she works hard she's a business absolutely woman. she likes to smell good she loves candles like there's relatability yeah, there. that's true if you look for it yeah there <laughs> yeah. definitely definitely is that's true and like you said like it's just not a standard that's put on everybody in the community because it's like I've yeah. never heard people say that stephanie fleming wasn't relatable and in a lot of ways Uh i think she is relatable but in a lot of ways she's also not everybody's not Mm -hmm. able to you know retire and sell their multi-million dollar company you know at the age of 50 50. or 49 or whatever she you know what i'm saying like that's not relatable (laughs) no not at all but like you said there are aspects of everybody that can make them relatable they don't have to be relatable to you and your life directly in every single way for you to be able to appreciate them and appreciate you know their content and what they're bringing to the table like why do you want to just look at people who look exactly like you who have the exact same life as you like honestly that's nobody nobody has your exact situation so if that's the case nobody is relatable because nobody is exactly like you you know oh I mean you said a word with the Stephanie Fleming I've never heard that about her I've never heard it if anything that's a big draw to people that they find her very relatable but if you really break it down she might she's not you know what I'm saying it kind of just depends so we are not living in no Stephanie Fleming ass house either Mm -mm. Mm -mm. you know so I Mm -mm. I don't know why does that get put on the black women of the community Mm -hmm. I I don't know it's food for thought food for thought definitely food for racism thought. be everywhere boy be everywhere everywhere yeah 
Yep. But yeah, guys, we would love to know you guys' thoughts on this. So make sure you hit us up, uh, Planners and Wine on Instagram. Let us know your thoughts. If you listen on Spotify, make sure you are um, completing the polls and the question mm-hmm. uh, that we put out every week. We love to get you guys' feedback on the episodes. Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much all I got. Myra, did you have anything you wanted to share with the peeps? um no so y'all homework um if y'all <laughs> want to follow along with the harry potter train we're gonna be doing three and four this week mm-hmm. Yay! so catch up yeah i'm so excited for myra to watch the number four i'm like don't tag me in nothing don't just do it just talk just i i don't trust y'all y'all i feel like y'all gonna put it, a spoiler or something in the face i don't trust the people either touch. so try to watch yeah. before thursday <laughs> uh no spoilers like do surface level stuff or ask me where i'm at that's a good yeah that's a good way yes ask her where she is at before you start talking because we don't yeah let let the girl enjoy okay most of us (laughs) wish we could go back and watch harry potter over again for the first time okay so let her get her life properly but yeah guys uh, be sure you check us out on plannersandwine.com we have merch we have our patreon group which is loads of fun we just added our meetup with our vip patrons this past friday mm-hmm. shout out to y'all it was so much fun and we do that uh every other month with our vips we have lots of bonus content and lots of fun things going on over on our patreon so make sure you check us out if you are interested in joining um the yeah. wine and the do we ever name the Patreon? I don't, yeah, I don't think we ever named y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Unofficially, the wine Unofficially, group. Yes. yeah. <laughs> and uh, the meetup is this Saturday. So if you guys are listening um, on the free mm-hmm. feed on Thursday, as long as you join before 8 p.m. Oh, the live podcast. Live right. podcast. What did I say? Yeah. You said meetup. Oh, it's not a meetup. It's a podcast. Sorry. It's fine. <laughs> but it's still we a are lot of meeting fun. Yeah. podcast. Exactly. <laughs> So yeah, join in because you can definitely get access to that. But yeah, thank y'all. Yeah. Yeah, guys. Uh, But yeah, this has been so fun. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Like I said, let us know your thoughts. Uh, Do not spoil Harry Potter for Myra. Um, (laughs) And that's it. We'll talk to y'all next week. Bye, guys.